My name's Zeke, this is Susie, and, um, and we just want to welcome you and, and say that, guys, as we've been preparing this message, we really believe this is for you. In, in this time, at this moment, God really wants to speak to you through what we've got prepared. Absolutely. Guys, we don't know what your life has been like for the last five months. You all have your own stories. But for us, it's felt like a little bit of a roller coaster, hasn't it? Yeah, we've been coining it the Corona Coaster. The Corona Coaster. And there's definitely been some moments when we've wanted to jump off that roller coaster. But there's been highs. Like tonight, it's so exciting to be together uh, with all you guys. But there's been some real lows as well. And it's been a challenging time as our world has been totally flipped upside down. But in the middle of it, in the middle of this crazy season, the question that we keep coming back to and as a team is this, and we want to ask you it tonight, it's this, what are you building your life on? Yeah, so if you're watching this and you're on your own, why don't you put that in the chat, that question, what are you building your life on? Or if you're with someone in, in some kind of gathering, socially distanced, why don't you turn to that person and say, oi, what are you building your life on. Yeah, because we're going to head to the Bible, to a little book in the New Testament called Matthew, chapter 7, verse 24 to 27. Yeah, and guys, so just to set the scene, something I do when I read the Bible is I imagine myself in the story. I immerse myself in it. And although this was written and, and told over 2,000 years ago, we can get in that moment. Let's imagine ourselves. It's hot. It's sweaty. We're following Jesus around. You've got your sandals. You've got your robe on. And, uh, and, and everyone's gathering around him. You see, Jesus came to share a message that the kingdom of God is here and breaking out in the earth. And people got hold of that. He was talking about a different way of living. And so as he was, would, would, would walk around and heal people, people would follow him and that he came to the side of a mountain. And, and at that mountainside, people sat down and Jesus sat down and he began what we know and we call the Sermon on the Mount. It's this amazing talk that he does. And right when he's about to drop the mic, he tells this story. He told a parable. And if you don't know what a parable is, parable is a story that Jesus made up to get a point across. That, that this is how you put the things that he was talking about in, in what we're about to read, how you put it into practice. Okay, so we're here in the Bible, Matthew chapter 7, verse 24. It says this, Therefore, everyone who puts these words of practice into mind, any, sorry, ev everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the stream rose, the winds blew and beat against that house, yet it did not fall because its foundation was on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish builder who built his house on the stand. The rain came down, the streams rose, the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a mighty crash. Oh man, I love this story. And growing up in Australia, I went to Sunday school, at growing up in the church as a young, a young kid, and they used to teach us this song. Don't build your house on the sandy land. Don't build it too near the shore. I was just gonna let you. I was gonna let you keep well, going. Well, it but might be kind of nice, but you'll have to. Yeah, go in on. England, we have a slightly more boring kind of version. It yeah. goes: the rain came down and the floods went whoosh. Some of you are singing it right now. Love that. If you know that song, or if you, or if you think mine's better, or Susie's, whatever you think, write Zeke's version, Susie's version. But it's but not really my song, you know. I, I didn't write it. It's true. It's true. Either did I. I can't take the credit. But guys, we we believe that this story has a profound. Uh, message to speak to you tonight and so we want to dive straight into it 
I got totally distracted by the I comments that, yeah, comments. we do want to drive straight into it. Because in that parable, we've got two brothers. You guys are loving the song, basically. Know, know. Loving the song, Susie's version. I'm just going to read out the one, Susie's version. Susie's is classic. Zeke's Absolutely, there. Mate, yours is there like once. Okay. okay, so the version, the UK version is working best. The wise man built. Anyway, so in this parable, you've got two builders. Okay, you've got the wise builder and you've got the foolish builder. And so, guys, let's jump into the wise builder, the foolish builder, I mean. See, the foolish builder, they built their house on sand. And we're going to have an image pop up right now. This is someone who built their, their, their house on the sand. Look is that at your house in Australia? Well, I wish it was. Well, I don't wish it was. Look at the crazy. But, you know, guys, when we build our lives on the sand, this is something that's not, it's not a firm foundation. And, you know, I wonder if you've had any moments where you've been building on the sand. And you realize that, that, that life isn't really meant to be built like that. Like I can remember, I'm going back in, in the history books of Zeke's life right now, but I was going out with this girl, right? Before I got married, it's my wonderful wife, Ellie. So I'm going out with this girl, week in. So the relationship is sort of in the season where it's like serious. It's pretty serious. We've had our, we're coming up to our week anniversary, if that's even a thing. And uh, she turns to me and says, Zeke, I can't do this. It's not going to work. And she dumps me. And I just remember feeling like, what the heck's going on? I was, I was actually really building on the success of that relationship. I know it's a week, but we all do it. Some of you are like, I am doing that right now. Then, then there's a moment when I was 18, when I was, came over here to pursue a football career, and, and, and things didn't work out the way I thought they would. And I found myself in a pretty difficult situation because I'd come here all, all over here for from Australia and it wasn't working out. Yeah, wow, what, like, what kind of reasons? Like, why didn't it work out? Well, um, you know, like Suze, I don't really want to go into that right now. Um, well, these guys, they're kind of interested on these comments, mate, about your love life and now your football career. Uh, so you well, might as well share basically, it. It, didn't, it didn't work out. And guys, if you had have met me at that point in my life, you would have seen that I was building my life on the success of my football career, whether it went well or whether it didn't. Whatever I was hoping, I was putting all my, my expectation into that. And you know, we do this. We do this sometimes without even realizing it. And when things don't work, they come crashing down because we realize we're building on the sand oh man as you're talking about like your athletics career coming crashing down uh, it's kind of bringing up a few traumatic moments in me because oh, yeah. when I was in year nine that was the end of my athletics career because I was in a dance routine okay with some friends and my role at the beginning it was synchronized was to do a forwards roll and as I did it went into the forwards roll snap my toe it just broke and that was it never ever again it was horrendous I, I know how you feel mate. yeah I can I can sense that I can see that but you know, guys, we do this. Maybe you're doing this right now. Maybe you're building your life on the success of a relationship or, or, or the hope that if, if family stuff's going real hard right now, that it will all work itself out. Or maybe it's exam results. Maybe it's getting that, what you need to get into college or uni or whatever you need for that successful career. Or, or you've been nailing down that TikTok dance. You know, these ones, those ones. Yeah. I think you've got a bit of a way to go before you master that one, mate. Well, it's a like, duh, duh, duh. Anyway, let's, let's, I think we need to. Anyway, whatever it is, maybe you're getting your expectation, your hopes, everything you need from those things. And, and we can do that. And that's building, that can be building on the sand. Yeah. And it's not like, guys, don't get us wrong. We're not saying that those things aren't great. Tazik loves those moves. But what we're saying is if, if you put all of your hope, 
all of your trust. If you're, if you're living for those things, then actually you could be a little bit like that foolish builder who built his house on the sand. Because those situations, they're temporary. They change. You know, life changes. Sometimes a virus comes along and turns the world upside down. And so if all your hope is in a relationship or the grades you're going to get or even being able to sit your exams or the college place, the apprenticeship, the uni thing, when that doesn't work out, what are you going to do? It's not a firm place to build foundations. If you put all your hope, if you live for those things, you could be a little bit like that foolish builder. But what Jesus is saying in this book and in this parable is he's saying, guys, there's another way. You don't have to build your life on the sand. You can build it on the rock. Yeah, and there's the wise builder. So then Jesus talks about the wise builder, the, the builder who built on the rock. And you know, I don't know about you, you'll see this, this is a, a version. Look at that house, man. I would love to live there. You'd need a boat to get to it, but maybe some of you live in a place like that. I don't know. We've got people coming from the north of Scotland, like the view and I don't think it looks like that in the north of Scotland. Uh, I don't know. Well, where Have you been there? Uh, hey, move on. Yeah. Rock. Let's build our lives on the rock. You know, guys, I want to be, when I look at, when I think about my life, I want to be someone who builds on a solid foundation who works out like this. Now, who builds on a solid foundation, guys? And you know, sometimes what I've noticed is I've seen people who have had difficult situations come into their life, like tragedies have happened, or even in this time that we've had, people have, have had difficult losing jobs or losing loved ones or whatever it is. And, and you realize, you look at their life, when that stuff happens, they're actually building on a, they're actually building their life on Jesus and on his teachings. And I've seen them in this time, and I'm like, I don't know. I want to build like that. I want to be a wise builder. Yeah, I've got a friend called Chloe. I mean, I do have more than one friend. But we went to uni together. She's one of my BFFs. Amazing. We live together. And um, she's one of those people who I look at, and her faith just inspires me. I look at her and think, mate, you are building on the rock. And I've seen her faith not from a distance, but I've seen it close up. And one of the moments that kind of strikes me the most when I've seen that was when we were 21 years old. So it's a little while ago. But when we were 21, sadly, her mum died of cancer. And guys, it was, you can imagine, it was devastating. It was horrible. She was in so much pain. It was horrible. But she said this in her own words. I realized that I had the choice to either to throw away my faith when I needed it the most or to cling on to it. And so I chose to cling on to it. And I saw how that played out in the coming days and weeks, months and years, as she worshipped through tears, as she would pick up this book and, and spend time with God, she'd, she'd read it. She chose to trust that God was good, that he was kind, that even when life sucked and it fell out of control and she didn't have all of the answers, that he was in control. And it's been amazing. And, and with Chloe, she's been able to do that because you know what? She met Jesus as a teenager and she started to build her life. She knew the goodness of God. And so it meant when the storm came, she was able to stand. Yeah, and maybe you're hearing just the story you've heard and you're like, yeah, I want to build like that. And you see, guys, the interesting thing is, is when we hear th things like this, we can, we can realize that as we build on Jesus, we start to build on the rock. And when the storms come, the difficult stuff comes, we, we're going to need something to hold on to. And if we're going to do that, we need to get our foundations right. It's getting our foundations right. And I don't know if you guys know this, but the first Christians, the original Christians, weren't called Christians. They were called followers of the way because they were following Jesus. 
He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Follow me. And so they literally followed them, him. They literally followed him. And, and not just what, what he did, but what he also said. And if you read this passage that, through before, like the sermon that Jesus was talking about, he covers loads of topics. And you can literally apply these to your lives. Like what does it look like to be salt and light in a difficult time? What does it look like to live a life that's, that's pure? What does it look like when, when, when parents are on the brink of relationship breakup? It covers divorce, adultery, loving our enemies, giving to the needy. You can read through this. Prayer, how do we pray? That famous prayer, our Father who art in heaven. Jesus taught us to pray like that. Not to worry, storing up treasures in heaven and not just on earth. You know, judging others, how we see others, how we seek God. I don't know, but I've been trying to apply this stuff to my life. And guys, the thing that I love about this is that, that, that maybe you're watching right now and you're thinking, yeah, I'm, I'm getting this. Or maybe you've started to build, but you need the encouragement. And, and see, the beautiful thing about this is you can, you can choose to, to do this. Maybe you're watching on YouTube or, or Facebook and you didn't get the link, but you've just joined us. You're welcome, and we want to invite you into a journey with Jesus starting, starting today. Yeah, so we're going to give you an opportunity at the end of this to do that, to say, I want to build my life on the rock. Uh, there'll be others of you who are listening and maybe you've been around church a little while in your youth group for a bit of time and you know Jesus on some level but as we're talking you're like actually you're kind of like it's like you're half in half out it's like you you, you kind of got one foot on the rock but you've got one foot on the sand and if you feel like that tonight I, I know how that feels because that's how I felt when I went to university and I'd grown up in the church I, I knew Jesus but when I got to uni I just thought you know what I think I think I'm going to live my way for a bit I think I'm going to do what I wanted to do. And so I didn't bother with church. I, I didn't ever read my Bible. I totally stopped praying. And, and I started questioning my faith. And to be honest with you, at first I had a well fun time. I was going out. I was drinking way too much. I was behaving, to be honest, like a bit of an idiot, um, if that's an okay word to use. But it was, it was fun at first. But after a couple of years, do you know what happened? I started to think, what am I about like, what am I living my life for? What am I building towards? Or what am I building on? And I was totally disillusioned. And it took a Christian friend of mine to say to me, they said this, Susie, you are the most discouraging Christian I have ever met. I mean, that harsh. was harsh. So unbelievably so harsh. Good. But you know what? It was, it was good. It was so good. Because it was a moment where he recognized. He looked at me and he was like, you're building kind of on the sand kind of on the rock, but actually Jesus has so much more for you. If only you would stand on the rock, if you go all in with him. And so that was a journey and a journey that I'm still on of choosing to stand every single day on the rock. Yeah, and we all have to come to a moment of decision where we choose to, to, to stand on the rock, to start living for Jesus. And you know, the interesting thing is if Jesus wanted to tell a different kind of parable, he would have. If he wanted to talk about the person who built on the sand and on the rock, he would have shared that. But he said, you need to make a decision. You can build on sand or you can build on the rock. And guys, I don't know about you, but I've decided in my life to build on the rock, to build on the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ and why he came and what he came to do, not just for my life, but for the world's life. And see, for everyone who's ever existed, the beauty of this is that when I look at the world, well, it's not really a beautiful thing. I look at the world and I can see the brokenness. I can see the hurt and the pain. And I can see that, that people, the world will tell you, society, culture will tell you, hey, you do you. 
That's a famous line right now. You build your life. You build on your vision, on your dreams, on your expectations, whatever you want to do. And what that does is it puts us in the center. And, and, and really, if we're to think about that, that's, that's really a sinful way of living. And sin is spelled S-I-N. Go figure. But I is in the middle. And it's I, it becomes all about the I, the us. And that's, that's really the sandy way to build our lives. But Jesus came to, to, to do a different way, to live a different way and to show a different way. That as we build our life on a rock, what does that look like? It looks like turning away from our old way, our own way of building on the sand and choosing to build on the rock. You see, Jesus came just while we were still sinners it says Christ died for us. I love this picture because Jesus came into history. He wasn't a figure of someone's imagination. He literally burst onto the scene. He lived a perfect life and died a death. He never should have died. But it was, it was written, it was meant to be. And as he was beaten and whipped and hung on the cross, he died and he died for the sins of the world. But he didn't stay in the grave. Three days later, he rose again and he, he defeated death because he, he beat it, he rose again. And you know, guys, what I've decided and what I would encourage you to do is to, to decide to choose to follow that way, to say, Jesus, I need you. I don't wanna build on the sand anymore, on my ways. I wanna build on your rock, on your gospel, on your truth. And so tonight we wanna give you that opportunity. And when we do that, we, receive, we realize that he loved us. For God so loved the world that he gave Jesus. That's his proof. This is how much he loves you. It's, it's beyond what I could say. But you know, guys, when we build on that, our foundations become love, forgiveness, freedom, hope, grace, mercy, and that's what we build on. And the foundations of our life begin to move forward. I think maybe some of us can make that decision tonight. Yeah, and you know the way this parable says about the house, he says, it says this, doesn't it? It says, the rain came down, the floods came up, the, the wind um, battered and bruised against the house. But for the builder who was wise, the builder that built on the rock, that house stayed standing. You know, in the middle of the storm, that the house was able to stand. And you know what? This year has felt like a little bit of a storm. We're in the middle of a storm right now. And some of you, actually, even listening tonight, you feel like you've been battered and bruised by the storms of life. You know, some of you are just so disappointed you're disappointed not to be meeting in Stafford this summer. You're disappointed about how schools worked out and your friendships have worked out. And, and you're looking to the future and you're thinking, what is actually going to happen? Like, like how, what, what's going to happen in September? Will I go back to school? Won't I? My college, my, my apprenticeship, university. Some of you have got just so much fear and anxiety and worry so deep in your heart that it's almost like crippling you. But the encouragement from, from this passage, guys, is, is that the parable is saying is, is that if you choose to stand on the rock, that it's possible in a storm. It's possible to remain standing and not to fall over. Guys, it's possible for you to get through this storm by standing on the rock. And what we want to make absolutely crystal clear to all of you tonight is that Jesus didn't say, hey, come and stand on the rock and your life is going to be easy. You know, everything's going to happen. Every prayer will get answered the way you want. He said this, he said, no, he said, you will have trouble in this world. But he said this, but take heart because I have overcome the world. 
He's overcome the world. And so it means, guys, that when we stand on the rock, when the storms come, when life is really, really hard, that we stand on, on his goodness, knowing that he's the God who, who's in control, who holds the world in his hands. It's the most incredible way to live. And guys, you might have heard that saying, practice makes perfect. Well, how about this one? Practice makes permanent. And you know, Jesus actually talk, spoke about this. If you read, if you read the, just the start of what Sue's read earlier, therefore anyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built their house on the rock. And you know, what I love about this is we can decide. You wanna think about how can I practically apply this to my life? Well, take the teachings of Jesus and start to live them out. Start to try them and test them. That's what I've done. You know, I, I can look back now at 16. I always say this, but at 16, I decided to be all in for Jesus. I decided I wanted to take his practices Although he spoke about it many years ago, it's still true throughout history. I wanted to apply it to my life. And so I did just that. I decided I wanted to be someone who, who read this book, who took it seriously and applied it to my life. I wanted to be someone who, if I'm on the street and God tells me to pray for someone or speak to someone, I'd do it. I wanted to be someone who would go on this journey and adventure with Jesus, someone who would pray and be all out for Jesus. And since I made that decision, I've actually been doing that since I was 16. It's been hard. And hey, I, I, I'm probably reading this book most days now because it's become a habit. Practice makes permanent. You see, you start and then you continue to go on. And you know, some of you were like, well, I just can't get into it. Well, why don't you invite a friend to do it with you? You see, as Mike said in his interview, Christianity is not, it's a team sport. It's not to be done alone. And so when lockdown started, Susie and I wanted to encourage us, each other, and others around us. So we just started, we got on the YouVersion app. We, we, I think we've spoke about it. And, and we, 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 we just invited our friends to do Bible studies with us every day and just comment and stuff. So we've been encouraging one another. Maybe there's a friend that you need to invite into this and encourage them. Guys, we don't need to do this alone. And we've got some encouraging stories as well of others that have been putting this stuff into practice. Yeah, we've been so encouraged as we've seen a number of you in this lockdown period choose to stand on the rock and then actually show others mm. how to build on the rock. And we've, we've heard loads of stories of you guys doing some amazing things, putting into practice the teachings of Jesus. You're gonna hear from Bella tomorrow night. You know what, she's been sharing her faith every single day on Instagram. I think it's 115 days so far. She's got some amazing stories. There's a guy called Jacob who's 17 years old and just in his garden the other night, somebody asked him, why do you believe in God? He was able to tell them. Some of you have been healed as, you, as your mates have prayed for you. And uh, there's this lovely little story that I love where uh, somebody got injured on a trampoline, uh, classic injury, and through WhatsApp, some of your mates prayed for you and you were healed. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, WhatsApp is amazing. <laughs> you know, we've had young people who have started to read the Bible and say, what does this book actually say about things like identity, about relationships, about sex. There's a lot in there, guys. You've got to get reading it. We've heard of you inviting your friends to Alpha. Some of your friends have met Jesus. We've seen you serve the poor with compassion. And we believe so passionately, guys, that God is calling a generation who will not just stand half-heartedly between the sand on the rock, but will stand on the rock. When the storms come, guys, you will stand and you will be a generation who doesn't just dream the impossible, but sees the impossible happening as you step out and as you go for it. But it starts with making a decision. It starts with coming before Jesus and saying, tonight and tomorrow 
and next week and whatever the months look like, I choose to stand on the rock. And so as we come into land now uh, and we're going to pray, you know, we want to ask every single individual, you know, not, not your mate, not, you're not your mum, not the Domino's pizza guy, you, yeah. you. Who tonight do you want to build your life on? Yeah, and so guys, that's the question. I can see in the comments, someone just wrote an essay, and I'm sure it's amazing. There's just comments coming through. It's incredible to see. But guys, let's just for a moment, maybe stop some of the commenting, or just, just, let's just be still and ask that question. This isn't a question to, like Sue said, anyone else. This is a question to you. What are you building your life on? We want to take a couple of moments just now and for you to ask that. So put down the Haribo, the pizza slice, whatever you got. What are you building your life on? And the only one that can answer the question is you. The question is, will you decide to build on the rock? So what are you building your life on?